Bees balls. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Go, go cheese balls. Or can we say hair balls after they got coughed up and spit out by the lions? Hey, <laughs> yeah, suck on that. <laughs> as, as you know, let me let me give you one reason, one reason alone that the Packers should just do absolutely anything they possibly and humanly physically can to keep Aaron Rodgers. Go watch the second half of that Lions game. My <laughs> God, yeah. if they have to go to Jordan Love, oh boy, they're in trouble. Mr. TJ was in here first. How you doing, sir? Jets champs 23-44. Okay. Going back a little bit. Going back. But at least they still have their head coach. Mm-hmm. That's good news for them. Uh, or maybe not. I don't know, honestly. Uh, Cam Newton, MVP. Uh, 2020 already passed, so I'm going to assume you meant 2022. Uh, but, yeah, he's not. No, nothing. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> Mr. Rapid Dave Brandon, the strikeout beer. Let's go. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you, man. Jordan Love is not the answer. Not the answer. Durf, how the hell are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm trying to stay warm a little bit over here. It's, it's freezing here. You losing you losing heat? No, it's just cold out there. Oh, it's just cold. It is cold. It is it's, cold. A, it's, a, it's a blistery one. It's a little windy. Yeah. Um, it was really windy last night. Yeah, it was really windy last night. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, other than that, doing pretty well. How about you? Yeah, I'm fine. It was a long day today. Did some stuff and things. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're here. We're here to talk about football, too. Jags, Super Bowl champs, twenty nine ninety nine. It'll be an interesting day when the Jags win the Super Bowl. If they, if they win the Super Bowl, like, in our lifetime. Because mm-hmm. won't, that, won't that be fun? Like, we'll get to look back at, like, the Jags of today. Mm-hmm. Like Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, we'll we'll be like old people in the retirement home, and like our kids will come to visit, <laughs> and we'll be like, right. and they'll be like, "Hey, did you see the Jags won the Super Bowl?" We'll be like, "Oh my God, they finally did it! The prophecy has been fulfilled." Yeah, that'll that'll be what it'll be like if if we're even alive when that happens. Uh... That or the Jets. Mm-hmm. Oh Lordy, Lordy, we got so much to talk about. Like the Jaguars possibly getting Jimmy Garoppolo. What if the yeah. Jaguars trade the first overall pick for Jimmy G and they just completely give up on Trevor Lawrence right off the bat? Jimmy that's a possibility. G's not, he's not worth the first overall pick, though. That's the thing. But that's uh, that's pretty rich. For, yeah. You know, if the Jags were like at you know 16 through 32 somehow and they were going after Jimmy G, I, I see it slide a little bit there. It's still a first round pick, but it's not the number one overall pick. Yeah, if you're gonna go out and get, I was having a conversation on TikTok with a guy about Jimmy G, uh-huh. and we were trying to decide if he was worth a third or a fifth rounder. <laughs> <laughs> so the first overall pick, probably not. Definitely not. What's up with Nagi? Thanks for the lurk, bro. We'll see you in a little while. We'll see you, boy. Wish we get a third for that garbage can. You might. You just might if you get the team desperate enough. Hey, yeah, let's get this show on the road. All right, because we have a lot to talk about. I even have some extra stuff to talk about. So we really gotta like we gotta be freaking efficient tonight. Efficient here. All right, let's do it. Efficiency is the name of the game. Make sure everyone out there is flossing. 
Brought to you by the one and only Stefan Diggs. This segment recommended by 10 out of 10 podcasters everywhere. Follow, like, observe, subscribe, and share anything and everything on and off the field related. Durf, tell them how they can floss. Absolutely. You can follow on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all by searching at OOTF Podcast. You can like when you hit that thumbs up, leave a heart reaction, or just tell us how you like the show by leaving a review on any of our pages or Apple Podcasts. Make sure you observe us by watching us live every week at this time, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure you subscribe, click that big red button on YouTube or the purple one on Twitch, and hit the bell so you get notified when we go live. And last but not least, make sure you share by letting your friends and family know about us by sharing out the stream or any post that you like from on and off the field. Do it. Do it all. Do it. Do it or leave. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't leave. We're kidding. Come back. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> leave. We need every last one of you in here. Um, all right, so let's jump off the field. This is our final uh, community MVP of the season, mm-hmm. I believe. I don't think they do community MVPs in the playoffs. They just do one every week of the regular season. Right. As far as I know. Um, yeah. So our final one for week 18 is it's it's a simple one. This is going to go quick. It's tight end Farrell Brown of the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, he donated. Well, let's see here. He hosted a holiday dinner at the Covent Covenant 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 House. Yeah. Uh, Covenant House, Texas, where he also donated four thousand dollars and provided gift cards for each resident. Um he and his wife, Celeste, close out the holiday season by making a special visit to the residents of the Covenant House, Texas, which provides sanctuary programs and services for homeless, abused, and abandoned youth, including those who have escaped sex trafficking. The evening included a dinner for all those in attendance, a $4,000 donation to support the Covenant House mission, and gift cards to Raising Canes and other businesses for each resident. Nice. Good on Farrell Brown. And yeah, good on the good. Covenant House, Texas. Yeah. I know we have some people from Texas mm-hmm. that watch the show and listen to the show. So if you want to support something in Texas, and if you're from Texas or just in general, mm-hmm. Covenant House, Texas doing amazing work. Nice. And so is Pharaoh Brown. There you go. Um, and then the side note here, uh, just to keep this going. Well, also, if you want to read about any of the community MVPs from this season mm-hmm. and read about them in more detail, you can go to NFLPA.com slash community dash MVP. That's where you can find everything. And then my side note here is the five finalists for the Allen Page Community Award will be announced later this month after being determined by an external committee featuring labor, media, charitable, partner, industry members, as well as a fan vote taking place January 10th through the 14th. The winner of the Allen Page Community Award will be announced in February during the NFLPA's annual Super Bowl press conference. And I believe those people are chosen off of this list that were selected for community MVP, so they'll get their final five, and then they'll announce the winner. So, for those wondering, the entire season's community MVP winners from the NFLPA are, in order from Week 1 to 18, Justin Reed of the Houston Texans, Adam Thielen of the Vikings, Emmanuel Sanders of the Buffalo Bills, Eric Armstead of the San Francisco 49ers, Jared Goff, the Detroit Lion, Von Miller, the Denver Broncos slash Ram. He got this when he was with the Broncos. Yep. Uh, Brent Hudley of the Colts, 
Chris Harris Jr. of the Chargers, Zach Ertz of the Cardinals, uh, James Smith Williams of the Washington football team, Lawrence Guy of the Patriots, Darius Leonard, the Colts, Will Golston of the Buccaneers, Rodney McLeod, the Philadelphia Eagles, Brandon McManus of the Broncos, Mike Evans of the Buccaneers, Charles Leno Jr. of the Washington football team, and Farrell Brown, the Houston Texans. Wow, he started and ended with the Texans. Yeah, that's fun, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I, I tweeted about Charles Leno Jr., and his <laughs> wife liked the tweet. Ooh. So that's cool. Fancy. Twitter's fun. Yeah. What's up, Philly? Let's go, Philly Perk, the Eagles. We'll talk about the Eagles here in a little bit. And I made I made a TikTok about the Eagles, too. I haven't posted it yet. I was going to post it tonight. <laughs> so keep an eye out on the TikTok for an Eagles TikTok. Go. Just so uh-huh. everyone knows. TikTok's fun. It's a good place. Good place to yeah. be. Um, and before we talk about the games, I want to do one quick thing. Like, okay. once again, this is where the efficiency comes in. <laughs> here we have our list. Oh, Who yeah. has been fired so far? Black Monday just ran rampant as usual of everyone getting Mm -hmm. fired. And then, of course, today, the Giants were just a day off. I don't know if they were just confused or they just wanted to have a special day for Dave Gettleman getting fired on Monday. Him him retiring, yeah. Oh, he retired. Okay. He did technically retire, but still still, still, (laughs) still, still a change of command there. (laughs) Yeah, he he retired. Okay. Uh, So that was his special day on Monday. And then Joe Judge just recently got fired like about an hour ago. Yeah. So the Giants have some vacancies. Matt Nagy and the GM there at the Bears are gone. Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace, yep. Uh, the Vikings head coach, Mike Zimmer, is gone along with their GM. No clue yeah. what his name is. Yeah. Rick Spielman, I believe. Is that right? Okay. Maybe. Uh, the Dolphins head coach, which is a shocker, a little yeah. bit of a shocker there. Uh, Brian Flores getting fired. Mm-hmm. It really didn't have anything to do, from what I understand, with the team's performance. It, they said it was more of a power struggle and a team dynamic where it, they just thought it wasn't going to work out moving forward. Well, I know, I know what that means. <laughs> yeah, you know, every, everyone knows what that means. Yeah. Well, I know, so, I know, I know it's coming after this. Yeah. So that's um, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But he'll. I think he's probably one of the top commodities right now i'm sure he's already getting phone calls he's already gotten phone calls he'll be coaching somewhere else next season yeah, for sure uh the broncos head coach vic fangio is out obviously he just he just he he's one of those guys he's a born and bred defensive coordinator so just go and do that vic and just stick to what you know yep. uh, obviously the jaguars have a head coaching opening and then the raiders mm-hmm. as well their interim coaches apparently aren't going to keep coaching as the head coach. So they're open positions unless they decide to hire him moving forward, but I highly yeah. doubt it. The Raiders guy did pretty well. Yeah. I don't know. The, I would consider Versace. him if I was the Raiders. Yeah, he did. He did pretty reasonable. I think he should get a shot at yeah. an interview there. He got his team to the playoffs after everything that went down to that organization this year. Yep. They're in the playoffs. I'd consider yeah. it. That's just me. So there's your openings. Absolutely. I'm not a smart enough person to sit here and go, I think this guy will be perfect for the head coach of the Bears. I, I'm no, no. Uh, Unless, I can tell you, I can, t- I, 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 knew, I know a couple guys that have been requested and a couple guys that have been, mm-hmm. uh, have are lined up for interviews, but nothing, nothing extraordinary. 
I saw Brian Dable's name come up once. I think so, that was for Miami. So Dable, I think, has been requested for Miami, Jacksonville, and um, Chicago. Interesting. For those who don't know, Brian Dable, the offense coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. Correct. I think Leslie Frazier has also been requested to be interviewed for Chicago as well. I saw that one. That was then, early too. That was like yeah. That, that got reported like only a couple after, a couple hours after they uh, fired Matt Nagy. Right. Yeah. So, and then I think we're going to lose our assistant GM more than likely too. I think Chicago and New York are both looking to interview him. Bills might look like a different team after the playoffs. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> as long as they win the Super Bowl, they can do whatever they want, right? Absolutely. Anyone can go anywhere they want. Just get us to the Super Bowl and win it. Come on. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's that's all I really had right now for any extra stuff. So trying to keep with efficiency, we're going to go talk about uh, week 18. Yeah. Which is a pretty fun week. It was fun. For, for an extra week of football. Mm-hmm. Where you thought you'd see a watered down product, we kind of <laughs> did in some places. Yep, but for the most part, it was a pretty entertaining week. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna start out with our usual segment: mm-hmm. the seals, the seals, the seals. Should we make T-shirts for the seals? <laughs> Can we like? We should like figure out how to merge the two logos. Like a like a Buffalo Seahawk, or like a like, like a, the tail of the Seahawk logo and the head of the Buffalo Bill. Oh my God! I, or, or the other I'm gonna out. get a oh, write <laughs> write it down, write it down. All right, I'm writing it down right now. Write it down and then put next to it. Remind Dylan to get on Fiverr because okay. I'm gonna find someone to do that. Because I, I love that. Because then we can get that logo of the Bills Seahawks combined and make Seals t-shirts. Yeah, buddy. Oh, that's exciting stuff. New shirt coming to the merch store soon, folks. Very exciting stuff. Um, so the Jets went to the Bills, mm-hmm. and they lost 27 to 10. Yep. It was a close game for a little while. And then like yeah. in the fourth quarter, the Bills were like, okay, this is, this is just sad and decided to kind of put, put the dagger in yep and so do you feel do you feel good about what you've seen the past couple of weeks out of the bills heading into the playoffs i do i really do i mean i think good luck to whoever whoever hires brian dable because i just can't stand <laughs> this play calling anymore um they seem to rely on josh allen a little too much at, at times um I think that's probably the big takeaway for, you know, anything concerning on the offense. Uh, absolutely love the amount of touches uh, Devin Singletary is getting right now because he is just bowling guys over. Um, offense looked decent. A uh, couple, couple dropped catches that Josh Allen probably could have put a little bit more touch on, um, especially with being cold there, so. Um, defense, I thought looked great. They're coming into form really well right now this time of year. So, you know, I think looking at the run game, the defense, this is the perfect time of year to have that come into form for the push for the playoffs. So, uh, really good about that. You know, the defense only, I think the defense, I heard 
watching the game, but I've seen otherwise. Def- the defense sat Zach Wilson nine times. Holy baloney! On Sunday, I've heard Don't eight. Worry. Don't worry, we'll confirm that. Um, yeah, I just haven't confirmed it. Uh, but that just impressive. I think the defense just was all over him. They were playing like super, super. I thought conservative when they when they're bull rushing and they get free. They like they're containing Zach Wilson. They're you know not letting him you know get out of the pocket. And Zach Wilson being a rookie just didn't throw it away, and instead runs back you know fifteen yards and takes a sack. Um, there was a fun split on time of possession. It oh, was an okay. even. 37 minutes for the Bills and an uh-huh. even 23 for the Jets in time of possession. Oh boy, that's a lot. That's fun. Like even numbers, like right <laughs> on the minute. Like that's right. For some reason, I really enjoy that. Yeah, the, the Jets had a total of 53 yards. Yeah. And four first downs to the Bills, 424 yards <laughs> and 25 first downs. And with uh, your box score, the Bills did in fact have nine sacks on the stat nice. sheet. Yeah, and ten tackles for losses, which I believe tackles for losses are different than sacks. It's yes. it's recorded separately, so that's ten yep. tackles for losses, nine sacks, nineteen tackles behind the line of scrimmage, then, mm-hmm. including ten QB hits as well. Oh yeah, insanity. Yeah. I'm excited for next week. <laughs> you did have three fumbles. No, none lost, but three fumbles. That's not great. Yeah, not not fantastic, but uh, I I love the 14 targets to Stefan Diggs, nine receptions, but the 14 targets to Gabe Davis. Oh, that was and terrible. only three receptions. Oh, it was bad. Woo wee! I don't, I don't know why the play calling called for that him to be targeted that many times it was a lot it was driving me nuts um i mean i'm fine if you target him but apparently there wasn't a connection so there's a time you just gotta branch off and be like all right let's just start right targeting someone else or start running it do do something different target him 14 times he's obviously not connecting today yeah there was there was a lot of disconnect i think in the middle of the game when it was close where you know josh allen thinking the receiver is going one way and the receiver goes the other way it seemed like a lot of times um, but yeah, Gabe Davis, he had multiple catches that were on his hands and couldn't pull him in. So oh, hopefully, well. uh, we'll get that straightened out for the playoffs. He's a good guy. He plays good football. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll come around. He's good. He's, fine. he's, fine. <laughs> we just got to believe, right? Yep. Believe in Gabe Davis. Um, the other half of our seals is the Seahawks. Uh, their season is over as the bills head into this, into the playoffs. Um, and my worst nightmare has come true. I already saw the article. Oh, Seahawks ownership saw what they exactly needed to see to end the season. And, uh, and like, that's what ownership wanted to see to end the mm-hmm. season. When the fans saw the exact opposite, the mm-hmm. fans saw a team that was just they were playing like it was their Super Bowl. They said multiple times during the broadcast. They played their hearts out, and mm-hmm. they were beating up on a team that, as in, in the Cardinals that I just feel like they weren't playing full strength. Right. Like the Cardinals did keep up with the Seahawks on the scoreboard, 
Mm-hmm. But honestly, the defense just pounded Kyler Murray into the ground. It the defense played extremely well. The offense played great. Russell Wilson was accurate for like the first time all season. At least down the stretch, he's last like three or four games. He's been electric. And then Rashad Penny, obviously. He's ran for like 700 yards in the past four games and like seven touchdowns or something crazy. These numbers he's put up in the last couple of games are just incredible numbers. Mm-hmm. But it's going to result in Penny getting a new contract. <laughs> it's going to result in Russell Wilson staying. Pete Carroll will likely stay. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to change. They ended on this streak of good games. And we're just going to do this again next year. It, yeah, it's what it's, it's a, it is. It's unfortunate. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. And unless like, unless this end of the season, they really honestly clicked. Russell's finger was healthy. Mm-hmm. The offensive play calling clicked. Rashad yep. Penny is honestly healthy and ready to be a lead back. And we get Chris Carson back. If all mm-hmm. these things actually happened for a reason at the end of the season, like this is not just like a flash in the pan, like, hey, we had a good four games. This right. is something that they can actually do next year, which yep. I'm sure is what they're thinking over there in Seattle. They're like, hey, it came together at the end of the year. Let's run it back. But here's the thing. We've been running back to this shit team like the past <laughs> five years. They only have four years. It's this it's the same team that's just like barely pushing their way into the playoffs and right. then they get a first round exit and mm-hmm. then this year it finally collided into a losing record of 7 and 10. Yeah. And they're not going to change anything. I just feel mm-hmm. it. They're going to they're going to in Pete Carroll's famous words, they're going to retool, not rebuild. <laughs> oh. Uh. So I'm just not because, feeling just great. because you change the tools doesn't mean you, you you can you can build the team well or you can build anything well. Like sometimes you just gotta destroy what you're building and start over. And the Seahawks vert and their their definition of rebuild, by the way, means trading away every single draft pick they have left for like <laughs> one guy who might make a difference. Like this defense has played better without Jamal Adams, but we have to keep him because we've dumped like three first round picks into him. Yep. But this defense has played better without him. Absolutely. Well, I'm not feeling great. No. We ended the season with a win, and that's exactly what I didn't want to happen, but here we are. Well, I think the Cardinals just falling apart at the end of the season. Yeah, it's just definitely, definitely didn't help. That's <laughs> just kind of their thing. Yeah, they fell into the playoffs pretty hard. Yeah, that's going to be a – we'll get to who they're playing because, honestly, I don't even know. But we'll talk about that in a second, in a minute, a couple minutes, in a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your seals. One's heading to the playoffs. One's heading into the offseason. So we're all we're all Bills fans now. <laughs> Circle the wagons. So we got some newsworthy games that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. First one on the docket was one of the Saturday games, the Chiefs at Denver. Yeah. Twas quite the game. It was very close to the entire thing. Broncos mm-hmm. actually had themselves a lead for a while. And yep. when they lost the lead, they were going to go ahead and get it back, if I'm not mistaken, with that Melvin Gordon <laughs> touchdown run. And then he got himself shamacked by an unblocked Chiefs defender. 
and fumbled the ball, and they returned it for a touchdown. You had one job, Broncos. One job. And that would bring them up 28 to 21 at the time. Mm -hmm. And then for some reason, the Broncos get the ball back and they drive down the field. And for some reason, for some reason, you think that giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes without a tie or the lead is a good idea. Hence why Vic Fangio was fired. I think I I think yeah. he still would have been fired, but this was like the nail in the coffin was deciding mm-hmm. to kick that field goal and not go for a touchdown. Right. Absolutely disgraceful decision. It's the second worst coaching decision that was <laughs> was made this weekend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what what do you think about the game? Anything stick out to you, especially with the Chiefs uh, struggling against Denver heading into the playoffs? Um, I didn't see a ton of this. Uh, got caught a little bit of it on my phone. Um, I was out and about doing some things, and uh, yeah, I, it's uh, this is this is what the Chiefs are going to look like in the playoffs. I'm should be Kansas City should be a little concerned. Yes, they're pulling it off in the end, but they're they're it's comebacks. They're 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 playing they're playing in the, towards the later in the stages of the game, and they're playing with with uh, you know being down a couple touchdowns, being down a you know, good hand, you know, at least a possession. So, um, man, if Denver just could have, you know, did their thing, that defense could have shown up a little bit more. I, I was, I was hoping for Denver to win this so bad. But it was one of those things where I think the country was just kind of like, everyone loves a good underdog, especially oh, in yeah. week 18, just to oh, mess yeah. with, just mess with the playoffs a little bit. Yep. Yeah. I think everyone would have loved to see that. Even though, even with the Chiefs' loss, I don't think they would have changed that much of the playoff picture. They might have been dumped down to the third seed with a loss, maybe. I think so, yeah. So, not too much of a difference, but no, just enough. Just enough of a difference. Yep. I think Denver's got the talent. We've been saying this for years, though. <laughs> I think Denver has plenty of talent on that team to be a dangerous team. They just have one position that needs to be fixed. That's all. And I think the only time the only the only time they'll fix that is when they get rid of uh, good old John Bucktooth over there. That dude makes every quarterback decision that team has ever made, and it's never um, panned out. No, he needs to step aside. Which I believe I believe he did last offseason. He took a reduced role. I remember we talked about yeah, it because it yep. he gave himself like this weird title. <laughs> Like the yeah. vice president of something player, whatever's like it was some right. made up title. Yep. So he might have less say in it. Uh, come down the stretch here, but we'll see what happens this offseason. Let's see the Teddy Bridgewater show, Drew Locke again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, the other game we had was the Colts at the Jaguars. The absolute shock of the evening, afternoon. Uh. Apparently, yeah. this wasn't as big a shock to you. No. I guess. I mean, you know, I thought it's hysterical. And I think the fact that <laughs> it was brought up, I think, multiple times during the week that Indianapolis has not won at Jacksonville since 2014. <laughs> but this is different. Uh, but, but it's this, Carson Wentz. But this has to be different. 
There's no James Robinson. There's there's it's Trevor Lawrence who hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in like eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And this is you have to win this to get in the playoffs. <laughs> like it's not like you're just showing up in week five and you just take the L. Like right. all right, fine, whatever. Like all right, what that's whatever it happens. Like the Bills <laughs> against the Jags, you know, like it just happens yeah. sometimes. But this yep. is with the playoffs on the line, and you put up eleven points, three technically, because that yeah. it was a garbage time touchdown. Yep. What an absolute disgrace <laughs> that the Colts put on this. Oh man, I, I didn't realize the Colts didn't have the playoffs locked up. Yeah, they needed a win. That that's that's just hysterical. That loose to the Jags. Hey, at least the Bills kept it close against the Jags. Yeah, yeah, six to three at <laughs> least. Come on, jeez. At, le- at least this is just disgraceful. Twenty-six to eleven. Yeah, and there, there's one player on the defense that's really helping uh, the Jags. There is Josh Allen. Defensive yeah, oh end. yeah, he's amazing. He's, he's all over the place. Like he is. He's what's going to keep this defense, I think, rolling for the Jags, and hopefully, you know, the next head coach can build on that and get the—I don't know—do you get the offensive line rebuilt for the offense? I don't know. We can talk about that in the offseason, but but yeah, there's some uh, there's some spark there for the Jaguars. Urban Meyer couldn't find it because he's a dummy, but <laughs> I didn't trust Urban Meyer to find his own. <laughs> Never mind. Um... <laughs> We got little boxes coming in over here on Twitch. What's up, little boxes? I was playing against Jonathan Taylor in the fantasy championship, and the Jaguars held him to 12 and a half points. I didn't realize fantasy championships were still going on. I guess with the added week, some leagues might have extended their some, yeah, seasons. Yeah, I think some did, yeah. Uh, most of them ended. I guess most of them ended last week, but hey, did you win? Did this help you win? I hope it did. I mean, 12 I and a half so. points with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, yeah, that dude normally scores 20-plus maybe even 30. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that, that the Jaguars, you know, make sure you send them a little gift basket. Yeah. Jaguars help me win. Yeah, send them, send them like a gift card or something. All right. Just <laughs> send, send them like a nice fruit basket or something. Yeah. Show, show your appreciation. <laughs> I know the Steelers are <laughs> the Steelers already sent them a gift basket. Uh, oh, the, the, the Steelers fans are doing charitable donations to uh, Daniel Carlson. Oh, there you go. Because he made the kick to get him in. I see. I see other fan bases that are copying what those mafia does now. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw that. <laughs> I was just like, ah, getting everyone on the old Bills Mafia charity train. <laughs> there we go. I like it. Speaking of the Steelers, we had the Steelers beating the Ravens in overtime, sixteen to thirteen. I ju- I guess I just put this <laughs> as a newsworthy game because Big Ben and the Steelers pulled it off. Yeah. Barely. And and TJ Watt, you know, he yeah. I believe he tied the record. He only had the one sack to tie it. He didn't get yep. a chance to break yeah. it. Yeah, he needed a, he needed a sack and a half to break the record. So but just the one just a tie. And then in the next play he got kicked in the nuts. That was pretty funny. Oh man, that looked bad. But like I also, thought he like, he got up slow and at first I was like, Oh my god, he just like he just tied the record and then he like pulled his groin, like, oh no. Right. He's like, oh wait, no, he's okay. He's okay. He just needs to take a breather. <laughs> I was also I was also very confused, the infatuation with the cameraman having to show him as he walks to the sideline, just you know, readjusting himself. I'm like, do do we really need to watch this right now? Come on. Like, 
I'm, I'm sure the, the guy in his ear is like, oh, make sure you get a good shot of his injury. We'll use that as like a thumbnail later. And then then it comes to realize he was just, you know, got kicked in the nuts. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, we should definitely have not. <laughs> Foresight's 2020, right? Right. Um, but yeah, that's really all. I mean, this congratulations to the Steelers. They get to go to the playoffs, they win in overtime. The game is the game itself was garbage. Oh, absolutely. I try. I, I kept my eye on that one, basically, mm-hmm. just you know, watched it every once in a while, just to kind of see what trajectory was going. If the Steelers were getting in, Ravens were getting in. Yeah, it was an awful game. So the Steelers, I don't see them having a chance moving forward. I guess we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, the Chargers at the Raiders. We have one other one to talk about, but the Chargers at the Raiders. <laughs> they had one job, and they, they had do one it. job. What in the fuck was that? <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh, man. Like, I don't know who to blame here. All right. Just blame everybody. I mean, the, the title of the episode here is the timeout heard around the world. Because everyone's yep. br- everyone's blaming Brandon Staley for calling the timeout mm-hmm. when you should just, just let that clock keep running. Don't give yep. it Raiders a chance to think about it. They'll either <laughs> take a knee here or they'll run the ball, you know. Uh. And he's trying to defend himself. Oh, we knew they were going to run the ball, so we wanted to get our run defense out there. Like, no. In this situation, you do not stop the clock. No. You make the Raiders do that themselves if they want to. Right. That is what you do here. Mm-hmm. And even with his run defense out there, Josh Jacobs still ran for 10-plus yards, <laughs> which resulted yeah. in like, oh, I guess we're in field goal range now. Let's win it. Right. That, that was what the Raiders' mindset was, you know. Yep. I mean, I'm sure if they if they got the run defense out there, they stuffed Josh Jacobs. Yeah, they might have ret- they might have let that clock run down. Yeah. That could have definitely have happened. But with the timeout, change the trajectory according to Derek Carr, that changed the trajectory of that drive <laughs> and the mindset of that drive. <laughs> oh yeah. They were they were completely in in the mindset of before that happened to uh let that clock run. Yeah. I don't understand. I just don't. And like this, just, I guess this just goes hand in hand with Brandon Staley's coaching this entire season. Yep. I've been behind him for most of the time. Mm. I, I've, I've been on his side. Go for it on fourth down. You know, stick with the analytics. You know, your team is offensively explosive. Generally, they do very well on fourth down. I think they converted, what, like six or seven fourth downs just in this game? Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it's something that you've never seen. Yep. Um, but there was obviously the one where they didn't convert on fourth down, like on their own twenty yard line. It was like fourth <laughs> and six on their own twenty, and then the the Raiders turned that into a touchdown. Like, oh, that's yep. one where you punt, bud. Yep. Like that's that's a little that's a little sketch. All right. But uh, if you're in field goal range, you should probably right. punt. Yeah. Um. But oh. It's just very questionable, Brandon Staley overall. I mean, I would like what's your take on the whole timeout situation? Yeah, that was uh Yeah, he didn't he didn't have to do it. Let 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 the let, the, let it happen. Let, let the game happen like it's supposed to. Um would have absolutely loved to see a tie. Big Ben does all that hard work at the end of the season to get get to the playoffs and then the Chargers and Raiders tie. Yeah, I saw the funniest meme in regards to that. <laughs> yeah. 
It said, uh, it's a shame. Oh. Hello, you're on, on the phone with on and off the field with Durf and Dylan. Oh, no, hold on. I got to get him on here. Hello? Hello. Can you oh. hear him? Yeah, I can hear him. Can you hear me? <laughs> we did it. We're good at technology. <laughs> My guys, what's going on? Hey, Mr. Minonia or Phenoma or <laughs> however it's pronounced. Uh, this is Dan calling, second time on the show, long time listener. <laughs> long time, second time? Yeah. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Just got a, you know, one real bold prediction that I know it's going to happen because I got some inside source, aka the owners. Uh, the next season will be George Kittle's last season with the Niners. <clears throat> Whoa. Yeah, I yeah. What yeah, the fuck was that? Take it to the bank. <clears throat> Too much money for not enough field time. That's simple. He's he's a great blocker, but he's not making making the plays he used to. Um, and we gotta pay Debo Samuel, and we're not and Bosa too. So someone's something's got to give. It's gonna be Kittle. You don't think it'll just be Jimmy taking the axe? Is he not soaking up enough money? No, that piece of garbage is gone. We're gonna we're gonna get rid of, rid of him for a fifth at best. I'm ho- I'm praying for a third, but I think it's a fifth at best. What a dumpster fire he is! And can I just say he is so overrated? I am so sick of people saying, "Oh, he threw for 300 yards." He got you he- in the playoffs, Dan. But, but did he, or was it the defense and all the other playmakers? It was kind of it was kind of poetic justice that they get into the playoffs there and beat the Rams with an interception. It was the defense that got them in. Exactly, exactly. But that stupid smirk of his on that stupid face gets all the praise, and it's sickening. I hope he goes to the Jags where his career dies because he's filth. He's garbage, and I hope he's listening to on and off the field right now. I really do. But how can you root against that jawline, though? Listen, I'm not I'm, – I'm, I'm, everyone's envious. He's got one hell of a jawline, absolutely. Off the field, great guy. On the field, a dumpster fire. Just can't cut dump- I wouldn't piss on, on that dumpster fire if it, if it meant saving his life. Not happening. Wow. So this is where we've been getting for those who don't know that might be listening. This is where we get our 49ers information from. Yeah. Uh, This is where it comes from. This is our insider of the 49ers organization. Danny boy. uh, I'm not going to say I just had espresso with Jed York the other morning, but I'm going to say I had a nice espresso with, with with a good friend of mine. Okay. Okay. So I'm telling you, we got to make space. Jimmy G's gone. It's still not enough for Bosa and Debo. Because I, I mean, who do you pay? Who do you pay more, Bosa or Debo? I think Debo is going to be the highest played player in the NFL. All right, I got I got one other you know, one other suggestion maybe. Yeah. Instead of Kittle, just in case. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're interested in this information because he just did get rated one of the highest tackles by PFF of all time. What about Trent Williams? No, you got you got to keep him. Kind of get, you, you kind of getting up there in age. Yeah, yeah, but look at—he's playing well. All right, he, he missed a couple games this season, but look, look at his longevity. No, he, the, the guy is still one of the best linemen, even getting up there in age. You, you have to keep him. And and the line has been some of our biggest struggles too. <clears throat> so if you have to shore up that line because without that line, you're not going to have a run game. <clears throat> 
I, I say you gotta you gotta keep money on the line, both sides of the ball. Pay Debo because I'm sorry, without Debo, we we got nothing. Ayuk, he, he's getting better this year, but you know he fell off the first half of the season. Juwan Grand Jennings, Duke. bro. Yeah, <laughs> solid number three, solid number three. I love that pick when we draft. Oh, absolutely. But we need a number one, and it's Debo. Debo <clears throat> is electric. He can go do his little first down Steve Austin tribute thing, whatever the hell he does to Jacksonville with his uh, his partner there, Jimmy G, and then maybe they can make something happen. But it's not going to be in San Francisco. That might turn that organization around. Just uh, yeah, yeah. the Jaguars give up their first overall pick for Jimmy G and George Kittle. They need a lot more, a lot more. But hey, I'll I'll, I'll trade them both for for a third at this point and <laughs> you know free up cap space absolutely <laughs> all right and last last question for your sick sick butt yeah 49ers at dallas let's hear it or yeah yeah Listen, 49ers at dallas for me first and, and it pisses me to say this i think the niners are gonna win you think they can pull <laughs> it off I, I i i think so i think so i think dale has a legitimate shot at winning i'm not gonna say that it's gonna go in and you know it's gonna be a, a shutdown but <clears throat> The way the Niners are playing this late in the season, and we're getting starters back, and even our, our rookies, they're stepping up in a big way. I think they're going to be hyped up, and I don't know. Dak gets under pressure, and he, he can make mistakes sometimes. I don't know. It's, I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas wins. <clears throat> but I think that their bag Jimmy G is going to get a lot of praise for it if he pulls out another W. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the further Jimmy G gets them in the playoffs, the less likely it is he's gone. I hope you know that. Oh, I know. That's why and people ask, "Why you're not a Niner fan?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I get so upset because I need this guy's got to go. But now we hit the playoffs. That guy might have just cashed his ticket for for another another year, a season in San. Yep. Ah. Yeah. You know, especially with Trey Lance. Do we? If we're winning now, do we want to put Trey Lance in? If Jimmy G is helping win, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be a fun off season, regardless of how far they go in the playoffs. It's gonna be a fun off season in San Francisco. I think so. I think so. Oh, uh, go well, go some, go drink some tea, bud. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go chop down some some halls right now. So I'll I'll get back to, to listening to you guys. Thank you for having me on. Hey, thanks thanks for your time, yeah, Danny. Thanks. Hope to talk yeah. soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, Dallas hasn't beaten a team with a winning record this season. So that's a nice little tidbit there. It's a nice little tidbit. And the and the Lions have one win over a team with a winning record. So the Lions have a better chance of beating the 49ers <laughs> than the Cowboys, apparently. <laughs> uh, All right. So for our non-noteworthy games, if these if your team is included in here, I don't care about them or just have them do better. Uh, Dallas beat the Eagles fifty-one to twenty-six. They they you know just stat pattern. Dak Prescott there, man. I don't know. He he has the Cowboys single season passing yard or passing touchdown record. I don't care. Uh, Bengals at the Browns. Browns beat the Bengals twenty-one sixteen. It was in the showdown of Case Keenum and Brandon Allen. Ooh, buddy. Let me tell you, <laughs> the Lions did beat the Packers, but it was. Just backups in there in the second half for the Packers, so yeah. almost noteworthy, but not quite. Well, but the Lions did make quite a lead in the yeah, first they half. Did. They did. They had some trick plays that worked yeah. very well, and you know, 
I think Dan Campbell I mean, and the Lions are going to do well next year. I think I, I think, think next year you have to look out for the Lions. It's not a, an easy win next season. No. No, I think they're uh, – I, I, I would be confident to say that they're, they're a fringe playoff team next year. I'd like to see what they do this offseason. Yeah. First. I want to see who they draft. And they need more weapons. Amon Ross, St. Brown can't just catch 20 balls a game and just lead them to victory every time. <laughs> like they're going to have, I think they need a little bit more out there. Right. Um, overall, I like the defense, a lot of effort on defense, but I think they could probably do some good with pass rush. Yep. So I think that's where I put my two needs. So we'll see what they do. All right. So I'll leave it for the off seasons before I call them a, a fringe playoff team. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings beat the Bears. No one cares. That's a bad. That was a game of head coaches who got fired the next day. <laughs> Washington at New York. Washington. Ron Rivera is still hired, but Joe Judge is not. They lost twenty-two-seven. Mm-hmm. The Giants did. Uh, the QB sneaked on third and nine. The QB <laughs> sneak heard around the world. Oh, um, and, and at the end zone. Yep, right at their end zone. And some people are trying to defend it like, oh, they're just trying to give room for their punter. Like, they were on their four-yard line. Like, I've seen people punt when the ball's, like, on the half-yard line before. Right. Like, that's not that's not an excuse. Um, the Titans had to sweat one out against Houston, but did pull off the victory 28-25. Mm-hmm. That was almost a newsworthy game. It was a good yeah. one. I like, where, I like Houston. I don't think they're going to be as good. I don't even think they're going to be as good as the Lions next year, but Davis Mills is good. It's fun. So does it concern you for the Titans in the playoffs when they come off their uh, their bye week or no? No, no, it doesn't. Because they got up big early, and I think they kind of just like oh, and they coasted, yeah, okay. yeah, they coasted. So I th- and not and and they probably have Derrick Henry getting back. So yeah, I'm not worried. <laughs> I like I like the Titans. I think I think the Titans might be your AFC champions. That's I don't a good know. shot. I mean, it it's. If it's a Bills Titans AFC Championship game, I would not be surprised, mm. and that's gonna be a heck of a game. That would be a heck of a game. Uh, the Saints at the Falcons. Uh, this is that's the game. This week's edition of people didn't even know that game happened. <laughs> uh, Saints and the Falcons. You had Taysom Hill versus Trevor Simeon against Matt Ryan. My God, uh, Pats lost to the Dolphins, thirty-three to twenty-four. Season sweep of the Patriots for the Ooh. Dolphins this year, and Brian Flores still got fired. Yeah. That's just that's it's just sad. I that's the worst firing I've seen. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the Panthers lost to Tampa 41 to 17. Matt Rule. I I stuck my neck out for you, Matt Rule, and this uh-huh. team, and you just you were oh my god. <laughs> Panthers were awful this season. Yeah. What's up, Joey? We're doing good, man. We're just talking about football. Uh I can be a co- NFL coach easy. Easy. All you gotta do is tell your coordinators to do everything. <laughs> What yeah, does a head coach I, even do? You're just managing. Yeah, that's all it is. You go in front of the podium and talk. You just, you know, just be Pete Carroll, you know? Just go up there and say, chew your gum. Yeah, looking good out there. <laughs> I like I like word. Yeah. Even if you get fired, nice day. Yeah, it's just one season. You at least make a couple of mil. Be good to go. Nice fat check. Do the Hawks sound convincing they'll keep Russell Wilson next season? I have no idea what they're going to do. I think they'll try, but I think they'll want out. I, I hope he like, wants out. I think, I think, I don't know. It, Cause it, with Russell, you never know what he honestly thinks. He just goes up there and says, yeah, I want to play with Seattle forever. I want to win multiple Super Bowls with Seattle. That's what he says. Right. When he's out here making like trade teams. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to Chicago or the Giants. Like <laughs> that's not what someone says. Like when they want to stay with the team. All right. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, do you think Carr is gone? Probably not. No, playoffs, they'll keep him in there for another couple of years. Yeah. Derek Carr's safe. Yeah. I mean, if they got rid of him, if they tried replacing who are they going to replace him with? Give me, like, give me a name they're going to replace Derek Carr with. Nathan Peterman. Oh, boy. <laughs> Marcus Mariota. Uh, mm. So do you want to pick games first? Or do you want to play my game first? Oh, you have a game? Yeah, a little. It's not really a game, but it is a game. Um, hmm. Let's pick games first. Let's do. Oh, pick games. Okay, pick games first. Yes. Uh, I just hope that we keep Benemy. The enemy. Oh, Chiefs. Probably not. Uh, Go Sports <laughs> says Fancy Francis. Oh, that's a long one. All right, hold on. I'll get to you in a second. All right, let's pick some games. First on the docket, we have the Raiders at the Bengals. Derek yeah. Carr versus Joey Burrow. I almost said Bosa. Oh, my God. I had to like, think about it for a second there. All right, Raiders at the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I think the Raiders have played well. Yeah. I think Max Crosby is going to be an issue at some points during this game. Mm-hmm. But the combination... Of Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd is going to be too much for this Raiders secondary. And I like it. The Bengals will cruise yeah. to an easy wild card round win. Yeah, but I at least two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Raiders. Sorry, Raiders fans. You made it this far. You did good, but it stops here. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> you agree. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple. Yes. It's, in the fact that the Raiders Chargers game was that everyone say everyone says it's good. I think I thought it was atrocious. The fact that the one team just couldn't set them apart, set, set themselves apart, and just win the game. Now, yes, there could be the whole conspiracy raids. You know, they're going to end in a tie, kick the Steelers out, but like. I don't have confidence in either one of those teams that were in that game moving farther than the wild card weekend. Yeah, I agree. Even the Chargers, yeah. They've yeah. just been so inconsistent. Yeah. All right. And uh, Horny Gnome agrees. And then Joey said that the Brian Flores caught him off guard, lose seven, but then win seven at the end of the season was incredible. It just talks about the resolve of the head coach and being able to keep his team together. Yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, that, that firing was just shocking. Absolutely mm-hmm. mind blowing. All right, I'll let you pick the next game, which just in fact happens to be the Patriots at the Bills. Ooh, I like it. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, round three here. Round um, three. Ding this, ding. This game. So the Bills haven't played the Patriots in the playoffs since I believe 1963. That was a long was time last, ago. I don't know. I'll a long time ago. Ooh, um. <laughs> Uh, but I, I like the Bills here. I think that this is they the Bills figured out what New England, what they had to do against New England in New England. I think the Bills have figured out a couple of things the last couple of weeks, and I think this is where they just put it down and say, nope, we're we're gonna represent the AFC East here, leading down the playoffs farther. So I like it. I like the Bills. Yeah, I think this is just where Mac Jones's inexperience is going to get him a little bit. Yeah. You know, they they beat the Bills in some really bad weather. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be putting a bet down on Damian Harris to score another touchdown in this game. Damian Harris seems to have the Bills number. <laughs> like this dude just runs all over. But uh overall, uh yeah, I think the Bills they they have they have the Patriots down right now. Yeah. And that game in New England showed it. So yeah. we got the Bengals and the Bills so far. Uh, the Bengals have all the weapons, I believe, the advance pass a wildcard round series tied with one win. The Pills and Patriots round three, ding ding, rapid Dave in the house as we pick some playoff games. Eagles at the Bucks. Oh, Eagles at the Bucks. Oh my God, I am. You, I don't think you realize how tempted I am to take the Eagles in this game. <laughs> like I am, like I'm yeah. like forty nine percent on the Eagles right now. Like it's just killing me. Yeah. Like, oh, Uh, how about you? Can you? How about you pick? Who are you picking? I need to hear what you have to say. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna take the Bucks here. Okay. Um. So the Buccaneers did just activate uh, Shaq Barrett Mm. off of the COVID list, so that is now granted. Players don't play the same when they come off the COVID list uh, entirely, but um, I think the Bucks are going to be able to show that playoff experience a little bit here and get the job done. Brady's going to Brady's not going to just uh, let the Eagles walk all over him just quite yet. So I think he's not going to let them do it for the same time, the same if again in the same five year period. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think the Bucks got them. Yeah, Nick Foles ain't doing anything these days, is he? He's he's not busy. He, he's Nick, in Chicago. Nick, yeah, he's not doing anything. Just have him go. Can be he be like give him a one day contract to stand on the sideline. <laughs> Eagles figuring out their run game, especially with Jalen Hurts in there. That run game is absolutely incredible. The Bucks because Brady's in the playoffs says horny. Jalen Hurts they could do some damage. We got an axe from Fancy Francis. Um. Oh. This is where I'm going to differ from you. Okay. I'm taking the Eagles. All right. This is my upset. This is the game. Because I mean, you know would... damn well, just like everyone else in the NFL, anyone <laughs> that follows the NFL, there's always that one game. Yep. And I think I know what other people are thinking that one game might be. But yep. there's always that one upset that no one sees coming. Mm-hmm. I think it's this one. Tom Brady's going to struggle. That pass rush the Eagles have is nothing that you can just, you know, it's pretty good. All right. The run game is struggling. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady has almost no weapons out there. He has Gronk, and then Mike Evans is pretty good. But outside of that, you have Cecil Grayson. Get out of here. (laughs) The Eagles run game has been awesome. I I I like the Shaq Barrett thing. That that's that's good. But I'm riding with the Eagles to take Tom Brady out of this out of the playoffs. For the second time in four or five years, whatever time period it is. Uh, what right. else we got here? Dallas 49ers at Dallas. Who do you got? Oh, this is a close one. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna follow here uh, with Danny Boy. Take the Niners. I think there's a I think there's a absolutely a good chance that the 49ers or that Dallas just uh, flops like they did against the Cardinals. Yeah, and with the exception of that Eagles game in Week 18, mm-hmm. that's the Dallas team we've been seeing as of late. They've they've right. looked like a pretty rough team. Yep. 
and the lose to the Cardinals mm-hmm. when all these other teams are beating the Cardinals. Yep. Cardinals are not a good team right now, but Dallas still let them win. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you, and we'll nice. see the 49ers in round two. There we go. Dallas chokes. Uh, the Steelers at the Chiefs. Oh, let's see what other people have to say. Oh, they like my spunk. Nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Miles Sanders might come back. I don't even know if I want Miles Sanders back. I like Boston Scott. I like the Jordan Howard. I don't know. Miles Sanders yeah. seems just getting in the way. Boston uh, Scott, let him do it. A 49ers in a close game, says Joey. Mitchell comes out with a huge game for the Niners and comes out with a W. Dallas commits to way too many penalties. That's true. Where was that yep. game earlier in the year? They did like 20 <laughs> penalties. The Steelers at the Chiefs. This is mm-hmm. the other one that I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, boy. I just don't. I, I think people are getting a little caught up in the momentum here of like, you know, Steelers made the playoffs, great story, whatever. Right. I think we're getting a little bit too caught up into this. The Steelers defense is quite nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure TJ Watt will make his presence known, but the Steelers offense is not going to be able to get anything going against this Chiefs defense. It's just going to, I'd be shocked if they scored double digit points. So I'm yeah. going with. The Chiefs. Yeah, as much as I want the Steelers to win, I, this is this is definitely going to be the Chiefs here to take the take the win. This is the biggest spread uh, for the is weekend it really? games. It's the Chiefs are favored by twelve and a half points. So mm-hmm. it's it, there. Vegas is thinking it's pretty lopsided right now, which I no. think this is absolutely. I think a cupcake game a little bit there for the Chiefs. They uh they pulled the. They pulled the right straw there in the playoffs, but um, yeah, I, I we do, we just saw this game happen what three weeks ago, three or four right. weeks ago, and yeah. so what Joey just was, brought up revenge game was, for the Steelers. Yeah, and it wasn't good, and I don't think it's it's not going to be good the second time around either for the Steelers. Yeah. Not going to go well. Sorry, yeah, Horny's the Chiefs fan, so he's ready to go. Big Ben retirement game. <laughs> yeah. Last but not least, we have the Cardinals at the Rams. Mm-hmm. And we all know what the Cardinals have looked like as of late. Um, I'm going to be taking the Rams to just slaughter yeah. the birds. Yep. Yeah, I think the Rams are going to get it done again um, the way they did it on that Monday night game. Yeah. I think they were in Arizona for that game, but I still think Air- or the Rams uh, – they're they're I think they're in pretty good form right now. So I think the Cardinals are struggling again. Yeah, um, they're limping hard <laughs> into the playoffs yeah, right now. <laughs> yep. So I, I like the Rams in this win also. Yeah. Rams with a W says Horny. Cards have been looking like dog ass. All right. What do we got here for some Durf's Doppler? Durf's? Our first playoff round of Durf's playoff, Doppler. Yeah. Um, all right. So the, out of the six games, two of them are in domes, so boo. Uh, let's, so I'll just run through the games here real quick. They're all kind of similar except for one. Um, uh, let's see. Vegas at Cincinnati, 25 degrees cold AF. Uh, wind chill at 17. Raiders ain't uh, going to like that. No, that's not going to be fun for uh, the Raiders at all. Um so that one's going to be a cold, not as cold as the next game here on Saturday night. New England at Buffalo. This is down bright frigid. You would think they were playing in Green Bay. 
uh, with this game. But we are going to have, at game time, 2 degrees and feel like negative 12. That's frosty. That's a little chilly. <laughs> no thanks. I'll stay uh, home for that one. I might be there. Yeah, Godspeed. I'll pray for <laughs> you. <laughs> Lots of liquid warmth. That's what I'm yeah. going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So the next game that's got some uh, here is uh, Phil- Eagles at uh, Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady might think it's cold, but the Eagles are probably going to say, "Oh, this is this is an October game for this us." All me, uh, sixty-four <laughs> with a chance of showers possibly during the game, but more likely probably not. But look, cloudy sixty-four. Not, that should be a good game, otherwise. Uh, and then the last game that's playing played outside for real football um, would be the Steelers at Kansas City. Uh, we're looking at twenty-eight, feeling like twenty-one. So similar to. The Raiders Bengals game on Saturday with the temperature with the wind chill uh, factor. But yeah, got, got three cold games um, and, a, and a game played in, in the southern part of the country. So <laughs> Big Ben, not going to feel good. I mean, is no. it warm for Big Ben? Like 21? Like. Yeah. Up in Pittsburgh, it can get a little chilly up there. Pittsburgh does get cold. They don't get typically that cold. This would probably feel like the game against the Browns that they had a couple weeks ago. Big Ben. Might be his last yeah. game. He's going to be yeah. in KC for it. Mm-hmm. Last question of the day was question hypothetically, let's say the Eagles advance. Do they have a chance to knock out Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers? What in the fuck was that? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Not a chance. Absolutely not. <laughs> if uh, if they were advanced, if this was the NFC Championship game between the uh, Packers and the Eagles, <laughs> yes, I'd give it some consideration. But the fact that it's just a divisional round, no, definitely <sighs> not. <laughs> well, we thank everyone for showing up tonight. Conversation. We obviously thank Danny Boy for joining us live. Mm-hmm. Um. Everyone stay frosty out there. It's playoff football, baby. Um, we have a Discord channel now. Make sure you go do that. Make sure you just nice. follow. Uh, you just do your flossing. Everyone just floss. Do your flossing. And are, we are, will are, see. Do we have the game or no? No, nah, we're out of time. It's fine. Okay. Very good. It's not even that just, fun of a game. Just wanted to make sure. No, it's fine. <laughs> but we will still see you next week. We might play a game next week. On and off the field. <laughs>